Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Chris. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 131. Now, today I want us to look at the book of Galatians, chapter 5 and verse 16. And I'm going to read all the way down through almost all of the chapter because I'll come back and talk with you about what it says. And the first part of what I'm saying is really all about fleshly works and what it is, and then how we are to shun those and we are to be filled with the Spirit of God and allow Him to produce fruit in our lives. It says in the book of Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, we'll come back to that. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. And here are the works of the flesh. Adultery, fornication, That's the word, by the way, porneo, where we get our word when we put graphe, writing, photos with it, then you get porneo or pornographic, that is fornication writings. That's where the word just is brought right over into our language. Uncleanness, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. Whew, this is uh, really something. Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. He just goes on to say, I can't even go into all the works of the flesh. There's so many. He said, just everything like that. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice these things, and this is very important. People say, well, I committed this sin. I'm not saved anymore. I did this two or three times. Whatever the case is that you're being dealt with or false guilt laid upon you or conviction of the Holy Spirit. Let me just tell you, practice is a way of life. This is exactly what this is talking about. And most of these words are framed in the present tense. That means as a way of life, this dominates you. This is your life. If somebody looked at your life, this is what it would be because you can't keep it covered up very long. It's going to dominate your life. And so he said, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because that's not the lifestyle of the child of God. That's just plain and simple. You say, well, I've lived that way 30 years. Well, you need to see whether you're saved or not because that's not the lifestyle of the child of God. And that's just what he said. But the fruit of the Spirit, but, that's a sharp contrast and adversative, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Against such, there is no law. In other words, there is no law that can ever be brought about that can produce this kind of spirit. See, law can be given, but it can't change the heart. Only God can enable you by his spirit to have self-restraint for his spirit to produce these qualities in your life. These are spiritual things. And you say, well, I know a lot of people that are happy. I'm not talking about happiness. Joy is not happiness. I know a lot of people that are more loving. And Well, I'm not talking about phileo love. I'm not talking about erao love. I'm not talking about storgeo love. I'm talking about agape agape love. 
And that kind of love is divine. It's the kind of love that God has. And only God can truly enable us to love someone who is truly unlovely and who has hurt us and who has damaged us and to be able to treat them as God would and to treat them supernaturally takes divine supernatural assistance. And so that's where the fruit of the Spirit that we'll talk about comes in. But I want you to, as you read down through these, to identify these traits, these characteristics. This is not all the works of the flesh, because Paul went on to say, and the like. In other words, once you get the idea, you understand, don't wrestle with God about what he's dealing with you about. If you and I are involved in these kind of things and these attitudes and these actions, we need to repent of them immediately, confess them as sin to God. Go back and listen to the podcast on confession if you need to. But that means you agree with God that it's sin. You agree with God about the remedy of it, the repentance of it, and the reality that you need, that you alone need to repent of your sin because it's not anyone else's fault if you're walking in the flesh. Someone says, well, they made me do that. No, nobody makes you walk in the flesh except you giving in to your own temptation and being drawn away of your own lust. You don't have to do anything except surrender to the Lordship of Christ. And that's what I have to do. That's what you'll have to do in order to live in victory because God will produce the fruit in us as we walk in the truth, as we allow the Spirit of God and the Word of God to control us, and we saturate our minds with Scripture, God will set us free, not just in theory, but in reality, not just in position, but in practice. And so here's what he says, and this is what I want you to read. I want you to read this over and over and over again. I'm going to begin to explain these to you. I want you to read over and over again and uh, saturate your mind as you deal with uh, other things in your life and you say, well, I want to be like Jesus. Well, you could put Jesus here in front of every one of these. In other words, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. You could put, but Jesus is love. Jesus is joy. Jesus is peace. Jesus is long-suffering. Jesus is kindness. If you want to be like Jesus, you have to be filled and control the Spirit of God because he was every moment of his life. There was no time when he was not. And so if we're going to be like Jesus, that's not going out and grabbing someone by the nap of the neck and saying, get saved. It is truly living a life that is godly, that's under his control. And if you do that, don't worry, your life will be winsome enough. God will bring plenty of people your way and you'll meet so many people as you walk along the way that you can do exactly what God wants you to do. Listen to their story. They'll tell you all about them. People love to talk about themselves, but sooner or later, if you build a relationship with them, they will ask you the difference in your life. And if Jesus is your life, then he is your story, and you'll be able to many times lead them to trust Jesus as their Lord, as their Savior. As you share the wonderful message, God will convict their hearts. God will open up their hearts, and they will become a follower of Jesus just like you did in time past. And so the fruit of the Spirit, read over these things, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, 
peace, long-suffering, gentleness, some versions will translate. The word is kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Here's the term gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now, what I'm going to do in the coming podcast is take each one of these words and explain it to you so that as you read through these over and over again and it becomes a part of your life, you will actually know what these mean in their roots, in the etymology of the word, and how they're used in the scriptures. Remember, truth always has context, and so you need to know what these mean. Now, let me just say to you, it is the Spirit of God that produces this in our life, and this is looked upon as a whole, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. It's looked upon as a whole. That means that if you're truly loving people, the rest of these things pretty much fall in line, but you can't have true joy without loving people. You cannot have true peace without loving people. You cannot have true joy without having peace that goes with it. On and on on. These are all part of one. That is the dynamic fruit of the Holy Spirit that has all of these expressions lived out in every area of our life so that the fruit of the Spirit fills our very being and we become like Jesus. We think like him. That doesn't mean that we always do. That doesn't mean we should, but we don't. And when we have this truth and these truths saturating us and we've read through those works of the flesh, then all of a sudden our mind is sensitized to what displeases God versus what pleases him. And our consciences will be renewed to the point to where what has been scarred and seared will be cleared away and God will give us brand new tissue, brand new pathways, brand new, like a newborn baby's conscience where God can train that conscience and help us the moment that we stray away, that we'll get right back on the path very quickly. And that's when you begin to walk in the fullness of God's spirit and you continually stay in an attitude of prayer. You say, well, oh my goodness, I've got a long way to go. Well, let me just tell you, all of that's relative because everybody's got a long way to go because nobody is like Jesus all the time. But the goal of the Christian life is to be like him more and more and more so that we live in the fullness of the spirit, the fullness and the reality of who Jesus is. And he begins to dominate our lives. That's when he truly is Lord and we walk with him on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.